Hey, what is up, guys? Welcome back to the Life on the Wrist podcast. I hope you all are doing well today. Um, it's crazy. We've actually done an episode every single week. We've been very, very consistent here. I was, I was a little nervous starting up on the podcast, um, but I'm really glad that we're here. I think we're on like episode like, I think it's like 55 or 56 now. I could be wrong there, but um, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, we're going to be talking about two main topics in this in today's podcast. Both of these topics we're going to have editorial articles about. But I thought we would cover them on our podcast as well. The first was a Patek Philippe reference 570 that belonged to Andy Warhol is going to be auctioned off at Christie's um, this month. It's a pretty interesting 570. I'm going to give you my thoughts on this. We did do a YouTube video and an editorial article on our website about this um, this watch, which was uh, that that article and that video was released yesterday. So. I'll put a link in the show notes to that so you can see that uh, information there as well. You can check out our article and also listen to or watch our YouTube video. Um, but I'll talk about that. And then I will also talk about Swiss watch exports for the month of April. We're going to be t- covering these on our um, on our YouTube channel as well as our editorial section of our website. We'll be doing um, the April results tomorrow. So you can check out our video there as well. I'll probably just give you sort of a high-level idea of what's what's happening there. Pretty interesting results, and so um, I, I thought it would be useful to cover those. So back to the first topic I wanted to talk about, which was the Patek Philippe Reference 570 who, that belonged to Andy Warhol, is coming up for auction at Christie's. One of the interesting things about this is that this watch is actually being auctioned in a Watches Online, the New York edition auction. So it's an online auction. Um, normally when you have watches of this type of provenance, you would expect them to be part of in-person live auctions as opposed to online auctions. I think it's a way for companies like Christie's to build up some suspense and interest in these watches and hopefully make sure that they sell for the largest uh, price. But they decided to take a different different um, direction with this, which I think is diff- which is uh, pretty interesting. The watch itself is a reference 570 from Patek Philippe, like I mentioned. It's not a very complicated piece. It's a time-only piece, so um, perhaps that has something to do with it. Um, and also the fact that Andy Warhol has a ton of other watches that were that, that he used to own, so maybe this is just a taster. Um, but it's a 570, so it's a relatively um, simple 35mm, 18-karat gold uh, watch. <clears throat> and um, it's from 1954. I guess something that makes it a little bit more interesting is the fact that it actually is a double signed dial. So this watch was actually um, retailed by Hausmann and sold in 1955. So you have the Patek Philippe signature on the dial, but you also have the Hausmann & Co. Um, signature towards 6 o'clock of the dial. So if you don't know, um, some watches that are sold by specific retailers bear their their um, name on the dial. A very famous example of that is Tiffany sign dials. Um, there are certain partner, certain retailers who have partnered with, with specific uh, companies to sell watches. Patek Philippe and Tiffany is one of those examples. And it basically um, allows for um, allows for them to sign the dial and have the double signature on the on the on the on the dial of this watch. So this is a double signed um, reference 570. Okay. And then and then one of the other things that's also quite um, sort of significant is obviously the provenance of this watch. Provenance in vintage watches has become an extremely important part about collecting. 
collectors want to know where their watches come from they want to know the service history they want to, it to be almost like an original owner and for those things that are very very important um you know provenance is is is, is really that factor the fact that it was uh, you know owned by andy warhol who is an absolute icon and an extremely influential person in modern modern culture he's a famous artist director and producer i mean to to, to have such an influ uh, impact that andy warhol did on modern society is a, is a very important thing. So I think this sort of comes into play with people who are interested in Andy Warhol and then people who are definitely uh, interested in collecting uh, Patek Philippe's. Um, the, watch, the, the watch itself I thought was quite interesting. Um, the, the case of the watch, like I said, is 18 karat gold. I think it actually has a very interesting sort of oxidization on, 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 the, um, on the case of the watch. Um, there's a little bit of a sort of a, a different warmth to the to the case that I think it gives. Most of the oxidation is kind of on the uh, right side of the of the um, of the of the of the sort of the bezel of this case, um, which I think gives it a really nice warmth. The dial itself is a beautiful silver kind of cream. It's becoming a little bit more creamy, um, which is really beautiful. One thing I did notice about the dial is at the three o'clock hour marker, which is the hour markers are applied um, indices you actually can there's a little bit of a um, I don't know it, it, it looks like a little bit of a marking um, there which I thought was kind of interesting I don't think it really takes a, a ton of value off of this watch for collectors who are looking for pristine examples of these um, but uh, it's just something that, that to note some other things I wanted to call out, this was actually, this is the second time this watch is going to be at auction. It was part of the Sotheby's 1988 auction called the Andy Warhol Collection. So second time it's coming up for auction, so you can sort of trace the history of it there. Um, I think it, it is in decent condition. The crown is not signed with Patek Philippe, and um, the lugs of this watch are, are actually quite sharp. So um, a really cool watch. It's estimated to go between 45000 and 95000 US dollars. I think it's going to go for more. Um, I think an online, an online format opens it up for a few more people to participate. I also think the provenance is going to be extremely important. It is a 570, so it's not very complicated. So either way, I think the result of this lot is going to be extremely interesting. So be sure to check out our article if you want to see some more about that, and you can also check out our video on our YouTube channel, um, so you can you can hear a little bit more about that. Moving forward, we're going to talk about the April 2021. Swiss watch export results. As you know, we cover the export results each month that they come out to get a pulse of what's happening in the modern, um, with modern watches and the sales of modern watches. In April, um, modern watch sales out of Switzerland uh, reached 1.8 billion Swiss francs. Um, because of uh, the pandemic that happened and the universal lockdown of last year, the the Federation for Swiss Horology has actually decided to compare these results to 2019 results because 2020 is really an outlier. Um, so if you compare it to 2019 results, you're looking at about a 2% growth rate, which I think is, is, is a decent result. I think it shows there's a recovery that's somewhat on its way. I don't think it kept up with inflation. You can check me on that, but 2% growth isn't, isn't incredible, but um, still 1.8 billion is, is fairly decent. Um, and I think it shows we're, we're coming out of it and hopefully things will, will get back on track. Um, just as a point of reference, if you compare this to 2019 results for April, um, the, the growth was 446%. So <laughs> definitely glad that they decided to use um, the, uh, 
2019 results for this uh, for for this sort of um, this release of the the results. Um, the 12 month moving average still remains negative. It's right around negative 5%. So hopefully that will continue to grow as things um, kind of progress nicely. There weren't too many outliers, to be honest. Um, if you if you compare it, some of the results um, for, for main markets, you have your very typical US, China, Hong Kong, Japan, Singapore, United Kingdom is your top six uh, markets, all with uh, positive growth rates. China having a positive 75% growth rate, which is absolutely insane. Um, and then I also wanted to just call out one section, and we'll go more into detail on this in our video tomorrow. But um, if you look at the watches by price category, interestingly enough, the over 3,000 Swiss franc price category is where the positive growth rates um, came from. If you look at everything below, so under 200 Swiss francs, 200 to 500, and 500 to 3,000 Swiss francs, both units and value uh, decreased compared to 2019. I think this is a very telling um, part of, of what this, this might be saying about what the uh, economy is doing. One could conclude that those who are spending more than 3,000 Swiss francs have more disposable income at their, at their fingertips and so can't afford those types of watches and people who perhaps aren't looking to spend a ton of wa uh, money on watches um, maybe do not have the ability to buy watches right now. You know, 2019 was a fairly good year um, economically speaking, and I think um, this might kind of show that those who do not have um, a lot of disposable income are not spending it on luxury goods like this. So a very interesting result. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we, uh, we were able to cover it here. Be sure to check out our video and our article tomorrow um, where we discuss the, the Swiss watch exports um, a little bit more in depth. I'll be sure to put a link in the show notes as well to that article so you can check that out. If you are new to Life on the Wrist, be sure to hit that, that subscribe button and follow this podcast. We create podcasts weekly. Every Tuesday, we release a podcast where we discuss some sort of topic within the watch world. Um, so be sure to do that. If you are new to Life on the Wrist in general, uh, be sure to head over to our website, lifeontherisk.com, where we uh, publish editorial articles three times a week. We also have our YouTube channel where we have corresponding videos for each of those articles. So you can watch along as you... Um, kind of learn about watches we really cover so many different topics in the watch world so um you know there's bound to be something that you'll like let me know um send us a message on instagram or facebook or just send us a message if you have any thoughts on this podcast we'd love to hear from you um, also um, if you wouldn't mind sharing this podcast with uh, one of your friends who may be interested in some watch content for them to listen to um, that'd be great for us and if you wouldn't mind um leaving us a rating. It really does help us out, learn about what we can improve on and um, continue to adapt to your changing preferences. So be sure to do that. And with that said, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast and until next time.